guys were afraid of terrorists. How do you feel now? You guys are afraid of a virus. How do you feel now? When you got UAPs off the west and east coast of the U.S. with trained military aviators seeing what they can do, seeing the capabilities. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Aviator Case Files. Do you like spooky stories? Strange but true? Ghosts? Extraterrestrial? Or maybe just fun and entertaining stories? Intrigue? And sometimes a little bit of controversy? Congratulations, ladies and gentlemen, you came to the right place. My name is David Costa, and I am the Renegade Aviator. Come on over to the dark side of aviation. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, it's over. UFOs are a thing of the past. They're done. They're no more. They're gone forever. <laughs> Welcome to Aviator Case Files with me, David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Aviator Case Files, Episode 2, our brand new podcast. And some of you might be saying, this guy sounds familiar. I've heard this guy somewhere, but I can't place his voice. Well, maybe you should check out my other podcast, which is The Renegade Aviator Show, which is now in Season 3. And here's a number I want you to take down, 888-366-5256. Or you can go to Renegade AV, the number 8R, RenegadeAviator.com, where you can find out more about our jet air show performances, our podcasts, and all the other cool stuff that I'm doing, like our world record jet.com project. Cool stuff. Take my number down, 888-366-5256 or RenegadeAV, the number 8R.com. All right, I told you that UFOs are no more. They're no more. No, they are gone. They simply don't exist anymore, and maybe they never existed to begin with. You can make that determination by yourself. But why, you might be asking, why, Dave Costa, the renegade aviator, do UFOs not exist anymore? Well. Let's start from the beginning here. Unidentified flying objects have captured the attention of many people for a long, long time. But since this is aviator case files, unidentified flying objects are fair game because they fly, right? I guess they fly. So fair game. In the past, if you were a pilot, an aviator, and you dared report a UFO, then you might not have been allowed in the cockpit again. People would have thought you were a nutcase. As pilots, we tend to want to keep a low profile with the authorities and not draw too much attention to ourselves. And certainly, who would want to fly with an aviator who's a nutcase that believes in UFOs? <laughs> All right, so history is full of reports, though, despite all that. 
history is full of reports of pilots who have been reporting strange things flying through our skies. I've never seen one. The only strange thing I see when I'm flying is me anyway. But even before man flew, history shows a great deal of evidence of objects flying that are unidentified. You know, unidentified flying objects, UFOs. What about you? Have you looked up into the sky and seen something strange? I would love to hear your story. 888-366-5256. Give me a call. Before man even took to the sky, there were stories of strange lights, strange objects, strange descriptions of things that people simply didn't understand. They used some very strange way to describe what they saw. Those stories for another time, maybe. And I guess I could have started from the beginning and researched a whole bunch of stories of aviators who've seen UFOs. But what's going on right now, right here, is so terrifying to some that I feel obligated to start on the history of UFOs from an aviator perspective at the present, at the here and the now. I need to start where the UFO saga ends, because remember I said UFOs are no mo. Stay with me, follow along. This is all going to make sense in a moment. What's going on right now has our government concerned, so concerned that they've declared UFOs done and over with. They started a new government entity and they've renamed what I'm going to talk about today as a UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. Phenomenon, I like that word. You might not be paying attention right now to the news. You might be worried about some virus from Wuhan. You might be gasping for air wearing your mask. You might be upset over the election in the USA, or you might be delighted by it. I really don't care one way or the other. So much has gone on in the past year or so that if you weren't paying attention, you might have missed it. Or maybe, just maybe, the smokescreen was put there to purposely distract you. Think about that. There are things happening in our skies right now that have the military extremely concerned. There are things happening in our skies that have our intelligence authorities concerned. They are concerned for good reason, by the way, because if even one part of the story that I'm about to tell you is true, it could have dire consequences for life as we know it on this planet. No joke. I'm laughing, but no joke. I'm going to put a spin on this like you've not heard before, so listen up. You know, governments are great at lying, at hiding the truth or changing the focus. Take UFOs, for example. The Pentagon's investigation into UFOs could have scared too many of you. Little green persons or entities, sorry, flying around in flying saucers from Mars. You know Mars, the place where Elon is headed. <laughs> this would just not do. So the government weenie somewhere had to do something to hide the fact that we're talking about UFOs. Why not make up a new acronym? The death of the UFO and the birth of the UAP. 
typical government insanity. During the last couple of years, the U.S. Department of Defense has been putting a ton of energy into unidentified aerial phenomena, or the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force. You got it. It's an acronym. The UAPTF. Hello, ma'am. I'm from the UAPTF, and I'm here to help you. <laughs> Give me a freaking break. Did you ever see the movie Men in Black? I'm thinking that maybe these guys are those guys. The UAPTF has been pretty busy over the last couple of years briefing our elected employees, you know them as lawmakers, people in the intelligence community at the highest levels of our government and our military on mysterious flying objects that defy any explanation using the science that we know to be true today. Let that sink in for a moment. This is not some episode of the History Channel's Ancient Aliens or a reading from Eric Von Donegat's uh, Chariots of the Gods. This is happening right now in full view of you and I. But have you taken note? You know, I'm not really even mentioned the word alien yet. Well, I guess I have. I alluded to it. But nobody's talking about aliens right now. When you listen to what I'm going to tell you in this episode of Aviator Case Files, it won't even matter. Fact. There are things happening in our skies that real aviators don't have a clue what to make of. And our best scientists are saying that this is beyond the level of current human science and technology. What I'm going to share with you today was observed by some of our best aviators, naval aviators, fighter pilots, nerves of steel, trained observers, and experts in aviation and aircraft. They were outmatched, outflown, and when it came down to it, maybe outgunned. That's what's got the military concerned. Maybe they were from this planet, this dimension, or somewhere else. We have a whole lot to be concerned about. As a matter of fact, some in the U.S. intelligence community are saying that these UAPs represent intelligences. Is that even a word? Intelligences. I'm going to say it my way. Intelligence of an unknown origin. <laughs> I have some quotes from people close to what is happening, including generals, military officers. One general is the head of the RAND Corporation's Space Enterprise Initiative. What I'm going to present to you is going to be surprising. It might be unsettling to some. After all, it has our military feeling uneasy. This is the year of coronavirus. Why not? <laughs> it would make sense to have UAPs flying around and harassing our military. This is not the first time that the government's conducted investigations on UFOs. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Oh, my bad. Into UAPs. Operation Blue Book that was closed in 1969 is one example that's been the subject of all kinds of controversy and books. But you may not have heard that there are two other DOD, that's Department of Defense, backed UFO programs. Dave. Oh, I'm sorry. UAP programs. 
the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, the AATIP, and the Advanced Aerial Weapons System Applications Program, the AAWSAP. Holy cow. (laughs) So what does all this mean? Well, the first idea is pretty simple. We want to make sure that someone else does not have better aviation and weapons technology than we do. Okay, that makes sense. Now look at it this way. What if one of our F-35 jet fighters was able to fly during our Revolutionary War, or maybe the Civil War, or even during World War I and World War II? That's a human-to-human comparison. It's not too many years apart. Imagine what kind of technology we're going to have in the next few decades, let alone 200 years from today. Now, imagine for a moment people, in quotes, who are thousands of years ahead of us in development. Not too strange, is it? Is it reason for concern? Possibly. Probably. If there are friends, not really. But what if they're not our friends? Or what if they're just like humans are today, taking advantage of power over other human beings? Maybe they just don't like what we're doing. Maybe they're our enemy that has some strange and unique and more modern technology than we do. Just think about the implications of that for a while. Multiple sources have remarked that these classified intelligence reports are shocking, and they're not only confined to aerial phenomena. Obviously, these sources are hiding their identities, and there's a lot of articles, and there's a lot of stuff out there in the news right now, but are reported to be from the DOD, the Department of Defense, U.S. intelligence agencies, and federal law enforcement all working under the U.S. Director of National Intelligence. One of these reports, released in 2018, is said to include details of previous military encounters and an unreleased photograph of aerial phenomena characterized as unidentified. Huh. No mention of little green men at the flight controls yet. (laughs) This photo, and it's been told, was taken from the cell phone from the back seater in an F-18 fighter jet. According to three officials who have seen the photo, it showed an unidentified cube-shaped object. The fighter pilot said the cube was hovering at somewhere between 30,000 and 35,000 feet and he got within a 1,000 feet of this UAP. One intelligence official stated, In decades with the intelligence community, I've never seen anything like this. And by the way, this photo was clear as a bell, reportedly. So this intelligence official said, In decades with the intelligence community, I've never seen anything like this. But it's unclear if he was referring to the object itself, the photo itself, or how it was leaked. This classified information lately is seeming to go viral. There's leaks. It's getting out. You have to love cell phones, ladies and gentlemen. Another F-18 U.S. fighter jet recently took a photo, now classified as top secret. It was taken off the east coast of the U.S. 
a large equilateral triangle with rounded edges and spherical white lights in each corner. Sources say the photo was taken after, get this, was taken after it emerged from the ocean and flew straight up out of the water. Many sources have confirmed this incident, but these sources are refusing to provide further details because they might vanish themselves, probably. Anyway, the U.S. Navy, according to sources, is reporting fast movers, in quotes, fast movers. That's a military term. We refer to missiles as fast movers, things like that. But these fast movers are under our oceans with speeds in excess of 300 miles an hour. I even have a new name for what these are called, by the way. The government has names for everything. They're called transmedium vehicles. You know, water and air, two mediums, transmedium vehicles. Amazing. This has got to scare the living daylights out of our military because our submarine force has long been almost undetectable by our enemies. We can move these subs off the coastline of an enemy and you have first strike nuclear capability that's almost impossible to stop. But having vehicles that can fly and fly underwater is a game changer. Our military experts are certainly unaware that this kind of technology even existed. So here's the challenge, if you believe the reports. It does exist, and we don't have it. Does it matter to you that an alien is flying this thing, or a human, or even if it's a drone? Scary stuff. Think about it. Okay, so people like you and I, we want to see clear photos and cool videos on YouTube to give us the evidence that we need in order to believe. The government, though, has other data sources. And here's another acronym, M-A-S-I-N-T, Measurement and Signals Intelligence. This is also top secret, but they're not just seeing this stuff. They're not just seeing these unidentified aerial phenomena they are also collecting evidence in many ways besides video and eyewitness reports all right so many of you have already seen the videos from the f-18s that were referred to as the tic-tac videos have you seen those no i'm going to put this stuff up on my website so you can find it easily just go to renegadeav8r.com these videos are actual footage, undisputed and officially released of UAPs shaped like a tic-tac, a little tic-tac mint, flying at extremely high speed over the ocean and outmaneuvering our best aviators in the sky. It's something you really got to take a look at. Commander David Fravor is a retired U.S. Navy aviator, one of the pilots involved in one of the tic-tac UAP incidents. And you can find his videos on my Renegade Aviator website, like I said. But this incident from 2004 has yet to be explained. And the camera footage is absolutely astounding to watch. Take a look at it and make up your own mind. You can also search for his interview with Tucker Carlson on uh, Fox News. But here's a couple of quotes from Commander Fravor. He said things like this, it's not like we saw it and it was gone, or I saw lights in the sky and it was gone. We watched this thing on a crystal clear day with four trained observers. For those of you that don't know, fighter pilots fly in pairs 
And these particular F-18s were two-seat F-18s with two people in each. So they were able to view this for quite a long time. This ex-pilot said that any time he tried to get close to the object, it rapidly accelerated and it was gone in less than a second. Remember, this is a fighter jet that has afterburners. that can go really, really fast. He said, I remember telling the guy in my back seat, dude, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty weirded out. Fighter pilots don't get weirded out too easy. After landing, Fravor mentioned the UFO to a colleague. Oh, I can't say UFO to UAP to a colleague, Chad Underwood, who successfully located the unidentified phenomenon only for it to jam his radar. So he's talking to somebody else that had a similar experience and he's getting his radar jammed by this thing. So here's a quote. He's telling the radar, stare down the line of sight, and whatever's there, I want you to grab it and build a trace file on it. So the radar will lock on, which will tell you where it is, how fast it is, and what directions it's going. But they were clearly these devices, these aircraft, these unidentified aerial phenomena were clearly jamming the systems on the F-18s. Another quote. The radar is smart enough that when a signal comes back, if it's been messed with, it'll tell you. It'll give you indications that it's being jammed. It's being jammed into every mode you can see. You can tell it's being jammed, he added. Fravor reports that recordings of his interviews with his chain of command have mysteriously gone missing. Imagine that. There's been a ton of conversations surrounding the USS Nimitz, the ship that these guys were off of, and the experiences with these Tic Tac UFOs or UAPs. Former Deputy Assistant to the Secretary of Defense of Intelligence, Chris Mellon. Here's a quote from him. The unknown craft perform at incredible speeds. In the case of a Tic Tac video recorded by the jet from the USS Nimitz, Anything we know of would have been ripped apart under the stresses and forces of acceleration. It's theoretically possible, Mellon continue, to modify space-time in the local vicinity of an object so that occupants aboard such a craft wouldn't experience the effects of such extreme acceleration. He also discussed things like metamaterials that he claimed to have come from a UFO crash site. Another intriguing twist to this latest development surrounding the videos is that they apparently should still be classified. The Navy has not officially released these videos to the general public. The Navy has also not come out and said that they were fake or otherwise doctored. This odd addendum will undoubtedly further considerable amount of speculation and debate over the presence of of these unidentified aerial phenomenon. But the Pentagon has confirmed that what you're looking at when you go to these YouTube videos and other places where these videos exist is that is the footage from those aircraft. Interesting. Of course, and as expected, the government has little to say officially. But did you really expect something different? The mission of the UAPTF is to, quote, detect, analyze, and catalog UAPs that could potentially pose a threat to the U.S. national security, end quote. 
you guys were afraid of terrorists. How do you feel now? You guys are afraid of a virus. How do you feel now when you got UAPs off the west and east coast of the U.S. with trained military aviators seeing what they can do, seeing the capabilities? Interesting stuff. Some have asked a question, if all this was just our own government playing tricks with us or with the military and testing our own military with some new kind of technology. Well, in an interview with TheBrief.org, and you can find their article on the subject, I'll put that in the notes, General Bruce McClintock, a U.S. Air Force and White House fellow to George Bush, said this, quote, It is extremely unlikely that the U.S. government would intentionally conduct tests against its own unwitting assets, end quote. He continues and says, quote, to do so would require a very high level of coordination and approval for the potential safety and operational security risk, end quote. Look, I get it. I know military people who have been involved with highly classified technology, past and present. There were airplanes like the A-12 or the SR-71, and you can actually search my Renegade Aviator show, and you can find episodes on these jets. There were airplanes like the Stealth Fighter that was kept secret for many years even though we flew these things every night, even the families of those pilots had no clue what these guys were up to. The public first saw the stealth fighter during the Iraq war. So we all know, we know that there's vastly advanced technology in the works with our military right now, today, stuff that would blow your mind. But we also know that our enemies are working extremely hard to one-up us. So who knows? But what I do know is what we're seeing right now is an order of magnitude above what our current technology suggests. So something's up. You should be concerned. Our government is. From these recent responses to the Freedom of Information Act, on unidentified aerial phenomena. This kind of thing has been going on for 16 years, longer actually, but just as one stretch of things for 16 years and no answers. Do you believe that? Let me ask you this. What are you not being told? Look, guys and gals, there's a bunch of crazy stuff going on in our nation right now, and nothing seems to be as we expect. COVID, right? screwy elections, seemingly stupid decisions, all at the same time that our Congress and other military leaders are being briefed on unidentified aerial phenomena messing with our U.S. Navy and our airmen, air people, air persons. What do you call them now? Who the hell knows? <laughs> Some people are stepping up on their own. Listen to this. With this summer's revelation that the U.S. Navy considers UFOs and unidentified aerial phenomena to be real, a team of venture capitalists and professors and military veterans are launching a project to track UFOs off the coast of California. UAP Expeditions is a nonprofit group based in Oregon that will field a top-notch group of uber-experienced professionals providing public service field testing 
of new UAP-related technologies, and this is from their website. The USS Nimitz Strike Group encountered numerous UAP in the SoCal naval operating areas in December 2004. The well-documented incident involved numerous eyewitness accounts from pilots, radar operators, and technicians. In total, approximately 100 unidentified aerial phenomenon objects were observed flying in small formations of 5 to 10 objects each. The successive formations of craft were initially detected in the vicinity of Catalina Island and were tracked by the USS Princeton's SPY-1 radar, then fading from radar coverage in the vicinity of Guadalupe Island. The formations of craft maintained 28,000 feet at the rate of 100 knots. That's pretty slow. When approached by several FA-18 Super Hornets vectored in from the Nimitz, the objects were observed to behave like some super-capable flock of birds, acting as though they simply wanted to be left alone as they migrated south. Reports from people with knowledge of what's going on have indicated that these Tic Tac UAPs operate with intelligence. Ladies and gentlemen, pilots have reported that these aircraft maneuver with them. They know where they're supposed to be. There's rendezvous points or pilots take off off the carrier that they meet up and they rally, rally points we would call them, I guess. And what's going on is, imagine Top Gun, right? The UAP is in front of the jet, it's behind the jet, it rolls around the jet. They're interacting and they're thinking. It's almost like they're playing a game of cat and mouse. This has been reported over and over again. They're acting intelligent. Now, I don't know if these things are alien or if they're human or if they're something else, but I do know this. We know that the Chinese are looking to use what we call mobs or uh, big groups of uh, UAVs, of unmanned aircraft, to do this kind of a first strike. But these are not simply UAVs. They're acting smart. They're acting not aggressively, per se. They're acting like they're playing a game with our guys that are flying out there. It's really interesting stuff. Anyway, if all that doesn't scare you, Consider this from a retired Israeli general. You're going to love this one. This is a quote from an article, so I'll reference the article in my notes. But here goes. The former head of Israel's space security program has sparked worldwide headlines following a shocking interview in which he claimed that humans have made contact with aliens and that their existence has been kept secret at the behest of a galactic federation of extraterrestrials. Wild assertions were reportedly made by, I'm going to mess up this name, Chaim Eshed, in a piece published this past Friday by the Israeli newspaper, forget it, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name. Anyway, in the interview, this retired general, who's now an esteemed professor, told a reporter that the United States and Israel have been in contact with ETs for quite some time. 
Ished went on to say that, quote, there is an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here. Didn't know that, but evidently the aliens and the humans have signed a contract. Amazing stuff. Part of that unsettling pact, he said, includes a secret underground base on Mars, which is staffed by a team of ETs and Americans. Here, here we go. Here we go. Remarkably, Ished reveals that President Trump has been poised to reveal this information to the public, but was thwarted by the Galactic Federation, which presumably governs intelligent species in the galaxy. They intervened and requested that such a disclosure not occur. Their reasoning, he explained, was that humanity isn't ready and that mass hysteria could unfold if the veil of secrecy was lifted. Huh. Okay. And uh, as for when such a disclosure might occur, he somewhat vaguely indicated that the Galactic Federation, you know, I got to say this, when I say this, I want it to echo. So Morrow's going to make my voice echo right now. That the Galactic Federation have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are. I think we know what spaceships are, I'm pretty sure. And I just want to add here that Elon Musk has got his dibs on Mars. So if there's a base on Mars, they're going to have to fight over real estate, I guess. Anyway, while the entire tale shared by a shed sounds like the fantastic theorizing of a UFO enthusiast or some conspiracy buff, his stature as the former head of Israel's space security program for a whopping 30 years, man, it gives an air of credibility to this, I think, unless he went nuts. I don't know. He credited changing attitudes within academia for his decision to go public with these revelations. Here we go. Here's a quote. If I'd come up with what I'm saying today, five years ago, I would have been hospitalized, he mused. Today, they're already talking differently. I've got nothing to lose. I've received my degrees and awards. I'm respected in universities abroad, where the trend is also changing. As one might imagine, Ished's statements have prompted many to seek comment or confirmation from the Israeli government or the military, but as expected, neither have offered any response. That said, it would appear that the interview was not the end of this retired general's intergalactic whistleblowing, as he has apparently published a book in which he tells the world about his purported contact with aliens, including how they prevented nuclear wars in the past. I can say this. I have worked in, um, let's say, the military around things that go boom, like really big mushroom cloud boom. So I've worked in nuclear weapon, counterterrorism, security, and uh, I've not seen any aliens. Not yet, anyway. Although, maybe I didn't recognize them as such. So anyway, to sum everything else from here... (laughs) You've heard about the monoliths, right? You ever watch 2001, A Space Odyssey? I'm not even going to get started on that this late in this show. But here's what I want to say about all this stuff. 
Clearly, some of these sightings are explainable. Clearly, some of these sightings are mistakes. Clearly, some of these sightings are hoaxes. But just follow my logic for one second. If only one of these, only one of these stories is true, if only one of these sightings of an alien vehicle is true, what does that mean? It means that civilizations outside of this planet do exist, that aviators need not only be Earth-based. Think about it. Does that spin your gyros? Or have you expected it all along and you were just waiting for Captain Kirk to beam down, little green man, or not? All right, man, we are getting requests for shows, and I'm even getting phone calls with people's own cool stories. First, requests. I've gotten requests from the ladies about aviator true crime. I don't understand this, but why do ladies love true crime so much? I'm not even touching that one, but I am looking for stories on this topic right now for an upcoming episode. So if you have suggestions, give me a call 888-366-5256. And for those of you calling in with cool stories of your own, thank you because we're always looking for new content. So remember, two ways to reach me. 888-366-5256. You're probably listening to this podcast right now on your phone. So just dial 888-366-5256 and leave me a message. Don't worry. I'm not going to pick up the phone. Nobody's going to pick up the phone. It's just a listener or a fan line. You can leave a message as long as you'd like. And if you want me to contact you back, give me your contact information and I will reach out to you. You can also visit RenegadeAviator.com. That's an easy way to reach me, RenegadeAV8R.com. So there you have it. UFOs are no mo. Long live UAPs. And let's hope they're just a bunch of aviators having fun and having their ET air show for fun, not to kick our asses. That's my words of wisdom at the end of the show. Let's hope it's just an E.T. air show and they ate out to kick our asses. I love it. Time is up. Time to wrap up the show. Dave, this conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Until next time with Aviator Case Files, the darker side of aviation. This is David Costa in the air with my TS-11 Iskra jet coming to an air show near you and on air with both of my podcasts. I am the Renegade Aviator. See ya.